on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday, Mr. Jeff Perlman, the voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. All right, well, welcome you back in the studio. Um, um, Josh Heupel uh, answering questions there at uh, his press conference today. Uh, as the new head football coach at the University of Tennessee. I think we got enough that we can uh, start uh, discussing. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, initial reactions from the two of you while I get, uh, by the way, if you're listening on 1017 WKOM, some reaction. We'll get you out to regular schedule program back to um, Rush Limbaugh uh, when we uh, conclude here. And then also 103.7 WKRM. Back to your regular scheduled program. Of course, don't forget uh, Around the Bend with Brenda Lynn coming up at the top of the hour in just 30 minutes. So uh, that will all be coming up in just a little bit. In the meantime, reaction to um, to what you saw um, today, guys. And uh, this is, um, you know, he's the guy. And uh, first thoughts, What did uh, what did you think? I mean, it, it was an introductory press conference. I mean, I don't know that anybody necessarily says anything that's like, ooh, or, oh, my God, did he say that? Josh you Heupel know. was never going to win this press conference. And I don't know that he lost the no. press conference. He, But, I mean, and and I think I think what you saw there is who Josh Heupel is. I mean, I don't think he's – He's not a press conference winning guy, I don't think. That's, I just think, that's my point. Yeah. And, 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 and that's not a knock. He's not a rah-rah guy. Yeah, that's okay. And yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. I mean, because we've seen guys win press conferences that didn't win football games. What? All right. We want to welcome our uh, Facebook uh, viewers into our special report. Uh, we're live on WKOM and WKRM and on SMTN uh, Sports Facebook. And you can comment 
and join the conversation on the reaction to the hire of Josh Heupel named today. We just heard the press conference, so um, wanted to bring in that audience. And so we'll see. Um, not a whole lot of uh, happy campers, I think, involve fans, at least at first glance. Um, but they were extremely happy with the hire of Danny White. And if you're happy with that hire, don't you then need to kind of trust that if you were that jubilant about him? Give him the benefit of the doubt for at least a little bit? Is that a fair thing to ask of fans? What have I said? I'm trusting Danny White until he gives me a reason not to. Not to. I'm trusting Josh Heupel. And I'm going to trust him for two or three. I'm, I'm, I'm reserving judgment because between the transfer portal, potential NCAA violation sanctions, and everything else that's going on, I, we can't expect that this guy's going to come in and just win a bunch of football games in the first two years. So it may be, it may be 2023, 2024 before we see what Josh Heupel's capable of, but, uh, I've I've got to give him time. I've got to give him time. That's fair, Mo. You give him time. Yeah, don't you? You I, have to, right? I, I don't see any reason. I don't see any reason that you wouldn't, and I don't know what else you would do. I mean, if you if you expect if you expect UT to go to a bowl game next year, there are two reasons to not one, three, and seven, and two, they may not be able to. Uh, so I mean, I just I just think when the program has gone as far in the other direction as it has, there there are no quick fixes, whether it's Josh Heupel or any Power Five guy that Danny White took a swing at and missed. Uh, I I don't think this is a quick fix situation. It didn't get here in one year, and it's not going to get back in one year. Uh, we did have early reaction, by the way, on comments. Uh, hashtag dumpster fire. Also, nationwide search, whatever. So those are the early reactions. Join in if you're on Facebook. Um, oh, we got another one from uh, from Clayton. <laughs> that uh, hilarious four years uh, former stop, the leech hire, only to hire a leech disciple four years later. Way to go, Phil. I think that's going to be the sentiment. Now, of course, we know Clayton to be an Alabama fan. So does and, so and does, a and a potster, but but we love him. We love that for him. So does Wes Duncan believe that he took a swing and missed across the country, or that he didn't even try? I think I got the sentiment that there wasn't. I, I think the perception here is going to be, "Hey, I'm coming in. I'm going to go with my guy." I and don't think, I don't think that was the case. I don't either. think that was the case either. He mentioned that I'm there not was sure a, how I'm not sure how many people he went at before he fell back on his guy, but I think that there were attempts made. His words, uh, I noted when when it happened. Uh, we went through an extensive vetting process. I think we're kind of I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but I took from that immediately that we talked to a lot of people. He did say we only made one offer. Now, um, that also leads me to believe that, um, one, I think he's a, somewhat of a control uh, freak, which is not a bad thing as an AD, but just some of the things Danny White said. But 
um, I think he went all the way up to offering people the job, basically Here, under the, the table. Would Wait. you Would you take it? Yes or no? Are you into it? Ah, eh, no, nah, I may not. Okay, well, then there's no official or, offer. Here's or the thing. They, they, they never make an offer. They only offer the person that takes it. Right. Yeah. They go and they say, what would it take to get you here? And he knows his number. Mm-hmm. And if that number doesn't match, then it is what it is. Yeah. There's no offer made. Um. Again, joining the conversation on Facebook, SMTN Sports on Facebook. Uh, what's the? Uh, how do you find that easily? There, Chris. Uh, you, on Facebook, you just have to search Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. Yep. That's the best way. Uh, you know, yes, Parker Executive Search Firm is the real winner here <laughs> because they went out and did a bunch of nothing. I mean. What they did is what they did, but you know, Teresa Walker saying Danny White says searches are fluid and he didn't want to hire Hypel. He just knows he's got some folks at UCF mad at him right now. It's not that he didn't want. He said he was trying not to hire. He him. did say that, yeah. But what he meant by that was, I wasn't looking at Josh Hypel as my guy from the beginning. I wanted to make sure that if I was going to hire him, he was the best guy that we could get. I, that's what I take out of it. Or that. he wasn't my first option. Well, I, You could read into that based on what he said, correct? My, my, yes, but what I'm hearing is just like, you know, you go into a situation where, okay, I, I'm not, I'm trying not to do the thing that everybody thinks I'm going to do, Right. I mean, everybody thought, well, this makes sense. He's going to go hire Josh Heupel. Well, and that's fine. He did everything he could not to and still came back to Heupel. So either one of two things happened. Either he believes in Josh Heupel more than he believes in Matt Campbell, P.J. Fleck, James Franklin, et cetera, et cetera, or those guys weren't in his budget. Or they didn't want the job. Or some combination therein. Right. And and I think it is somewhere in there. Um, you, you know, I've, Danny White appears to be pretty adept at semantics. Um, and his words, how he uses them. You know, no official offers. Official offers. He was the did, only guy we offered. Did, did, did he... We got have a conversation choice. with a with a potential coach. Yes, a la James Franklin, and say uh, those things that you just mentioned, if and all did. but get a yes before. Okay, then let's sign. Let's get the papers drawn up. Just like he said, you mm-hmm. don't. You only offer one guy. Yeah. The only official offer that goes across the table is the one that you know is getting signed because you don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. That's right. That's the bottom line. And. To that point, Danny White is already heads and tails above the, his predecessors of recent note since the 90s when Tennessee football was last relevant. Well, John Curry, John Curry was trying, he was trying to be, to, to play the, um, 
Are you about to defend John Curry? No. What John Curry <laughs> was trying to do was do what Danny White did. He just did it at a, in a poor level. He tried to play chess and and move pieces around to you know look at my right hand while the left hand does the work. Did he, he just n- wasn't very good at did it. Did he not offer the job to people like Brom and – yeah, but he Shiano was, and but he offered the job with his left hand while he was trying to get people to pay attention to groomers over here. But did he not offer the job? That's my point. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He just did it poorly. What Danny White did was be better in secret. He was better. He was better at his job. He was better at his job. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. He just did a really good job. We didn't. Nobody said Josh Heupel until today. Or last night. Until there was a report of finalizing a contract. And, you know, I mean, once you get to that point, it it is essentially. I mean, I think think Danny White thought that he could keep this a secret until he walked onto that stage. I took that from him, that he thought he could do that, which is not possible. He said it. It's not possible in today's world. The media dude literally said uh-huh. we're gonna have to do a better uh-huh. job of that yeah yeah <laughs> uh that's never gonna happen and it, and if he um uh, mo you've been around people that try to be that secretive how does that typically play out in the end does that wear on journalists people that are trying to do their job a little bit a little bit i mean because if he's trying to be that secretive, then then it makes you wonder how far is he willing to go to be that secretive. And the one thing that you don't want as a journalist is to be lied to or to be misled. And so if you can keep things under wraps without lying to somebody about it, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. You know, that's fine. But don't. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get caught up in misleading somebody. You mean like groomers? Or whatever else, you know, what, whatever you want to call it, however you want to refer to it. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, obviously, it's tough to take over in that position and be thrust into the middle of a coaching search right from the get, and that's where your media base gets to know you is in working through a coaching search as opposed to, you know, in, in covid by the way, as opposed to being able just before to, signing day, yeah, by the way. as opposed to being able to um, create those relationships under normal circumstances. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm, I'm not as down on this hire as, as a lot of people seem to be really just because, you know, I recognize where UT is right now. So, well, it's, it's, you know. It's like I told Delk when he came in here earlier. I said, he may not be the guy. But if he gets us through the situation, and he's our Matt Luke. He's our, you know, he, he's well, our and, Mike Shula. And that's that's what we talked about. Although okay, although he doesn't fit that he doesn't. box because he's not a Tennessee guy. However, he's Danny White's guy, which is kind of the same thing to a degree. Danny White's not a Tennessee guy, but he was given the charge. And and again, I give credit to the administration. 
Randy Boyd, Don D. Plowman, and whomever else is in charge up there, it appears they allowed him to do the search regardless of this other firm, regardless of everybody else's list. He made this decision based on what he felt was the best way to go forward with everything that he did. And here's what happened. I'm just going to tell you. This hire happened on Monday. It was ready to go on Monday. All right? Danny White did not even speak to the Haslam's until after this was made. This deal was done before he even talked to the Haslam's. And that yep. is as positive it's a great a direction start. as yes. you can go. That's a great start. Uh, he trusted him, and I'm sure he has an inner circle. I don't know who that is, but there weren't this committee of Tennessee, quote, legends or Tennessee major boosters that all have to give their two cents in. He stayed out of that in the beginning, set the precedent now, and so every future hire, hopefully there aren't, hopefully they don't have to make many, but moving forward, it's clear Danny White's in charge of athletics. Danny White asked Josh Heupel, will you take this? How much will it take? He went to the Haslam and said, I've got my guy. Here's the number. Are you in? Can you make this number happen? And if they said yes, he went back. He got the deal done. That's what happened. And the Haslam signed off on it. I don't even know if Jimmy Haslam knew who it was when he signed off on the number. That's a that's a positive. Yeah, I think there's a lot of positives to this. Um, and I think while today is Josh Heupel's day, so to speak, because, I mean, you could see the smile on his face. He was nervous, but, you know, he and his family have just kind of hit the jackpot, so to speak. Well, um, yeah, because in five years he's going to get fired and have $12 million laying around. Well, <laughs> potentially that. That remains to be seen. But <laughs> what I'm taking out of this is – Again, Danny White won the day because, you know, he Danny put himself on the line with this. Um, he's sticking behind Heupel, and I'm sure. Well, sure. I mean, Danny White put himself on the line much the same way that Philip Fulmer put himself on the line. I mean, as a coach, as an AD, particularly when you are hired to conduct a coaching search, that's your guy. You hope. No, I mean, that's your guy. Well, period. I guess uh, by definition, yeah. So, I mean, if... But are you going to stay if, loyal to that guy and support that guy? I get the sense regard, Danny, Danny will support him. Reg, yeah. Well, Fulmer's a Tennessee guy, and he supported Pruitt as long as he could as a Tennessee guy. Until it was going to hurt him. Until it was going to hurt the university. That's right. It had nothing to do with hurting Philip Fulmer. It had everything to do with Tennessee football is not getting better. We need to cut our losses now. Yeah. And he, yeah, know, I, and, and he said, I, I'm not the guy to help get this through, get I, us through it. I think at this point, Philip Fulmer's legacy, and I hate the word, is sealed at the University of Tennessee. I don't think any one thing affects it. He still won a national championship. He's still a college football Hall of Famer. He didn't. 
say what you will, whether it was ego or whatever it was that drove him to come back and take over the the um, the AD position, he didn't have to. Philip Fulmer is who he is within the parameters of Tennessee football. He did he did what he did last Monday because it was the best thing for the University of Tennessee, period. Except for allowing Dante Plowman to praise him the way she did, uh, completely absolving him of, of any blame. And, and you you got issues with that. I do. And that's fine. I do. You know. Well, but, and, and when Fulmer says I'm extremely disappointed in in the people that did this, I, I just the way the way it went down. I I will never. It'll take me a while to get over that from his quote legacy. And, 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 you don't and that's have a to. me thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a me thing. And I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to say you know Philip Fulmer is the best thing since sliced bread or anything like that. I'm just saying that Jeremy Pruitt was not benefiting UT football at that point. Well, that's correct. Yeah. And well, and ten and, others, uh huh, yeah. And unfortunately, he gave them a way to get rid of him. I mean, you couldn't have found cheating if there wasn't cheating going on. That's true. So, but they probably wouldn't have found it if they didn't want to get rid of the coach. And we've had that discussion too. Oh, absolutely. Um. So, um. All right. So, uh, we're we're about ten minutes on the top of the hour, which will uh, rejoin our regular scheduled program on WKOM WKRM. And uh, depending on how the conversation goes, we can continue here on Facebook. You can continue as well um, by joining in the conversation. Uh, go to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports on Facebook, and you can comment on this video. We'll uh, we'll join in with you, and we can show it up as well. So um, we'll have plenty of time to hash out. I think you know whether Heupel is the right hire based on his experience, based on his recruiting, all that type of stuff. I'm curious today, and, and we talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but we may have some just joining us. Right now, um, did he do his job today? Did he show up? I mean, and did Danny White do his job today? How would you how would you grade this out, I guess, uh, from a, a, a broad-spectrum view? You mean the press conference? The press conference, the short amount of time it took to get the hire, the hiring in general. I mean, just overall, how how would you grade this? We we've got we've got a, a new regime in place on Rocky Top. They ushered this in in a very rapid uh, way, uh, and it appears that Danny White was in charge. But how would how would you kind of rate this overall? Are they? I'd give it a solid B. I mean, they exhibited competence that nobody expected from. <laughs> You know, from Monday when Pruitt was fired and Fulmer announced that he was going to step down to today. We're talking 10 days, right? Roughly. That's pretty impressive. And in that 10 days, you got an, an athletics director who is widely, highly touted for his abilities. And you got a football coach for whom this won't be his first head coaching role, which I think was something that was definitely needed. So, from that standpoint, I 
I think they showed a lot of competence. I think they did a pretty good job. I'm, I'm not sure realistically with everything that was going on how much more you could have expected. Chris, he did it. As far as a grade goes, yeah, I think you, I think you give the guy B plus because this is a situation where Danny White found a guy who can score points. Now, whether or not defense comes with it remains to be seen. Hell, dude, don't even know what, what defense he wants to run. Three, four, four, three. Yeah, we're gonna run all of them. <laughs> we're gonna be multiple I offensively mean, and defensively yeah. whatever that's not you can't recruit you can't recruit three four guys playing a four three you can't recruit four three guys playing a three four it doesn't work so hire a defensive coordinator but other than that well that applies to any number of coaches but this is my my favorite quote was I've heard from our fans that I want offense that they want offense. Well, I don't know how I could deliver offense any better than we did today. Top three in the last three years in, in total offense behind Alabama and Clemson. You had some numbers to prove it, that's for sure. I don't know how we could deliver offense any better than we did today. I don't and again I'm telling you, there were so many people who were clamoring for Lane Kiffin. Guys. He lost by 15 points to Alabama. He gave up 63. Oh, but he scored 48. <laughs> and they'd be okay with it. If we lose six ball games, seven ball games next year, and they average 37 points, guess what? People are going to say we're on the upswing. Next time around, they'll be fine with it. I'm just that. He delivered offense. It's going to be better than what – again, you can't be bad and boring. They should not be boring on the field. That's correct. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, Heupel seems kind of – Not a rah-rah guy? No, he's kind of bland, a personality, and that's okay. Um, but <laughs> you're right. if you're exciting on the field, people won't care how you are in the press conference. That's right. But when you're horrible on the field and then you come in the press conference and you act the way Pruitt did? Either lackadaisical or angry. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. And angry at the wrong people. Yeah. You can't be angry at the media when you're the team that stinks. You'd be angry at yourself. I don't know how much you know about football. <sighs> that ought to have Coach, we're fired. not quite sure how much you know about football. Right. <laughs> so what's the next step? For Heupel, who or what position? Where, where do you where do you think he needs to begin? I think he needs to figure out who his defensive coordinator is, whether he's already on staff or whether he's bringing one in, and if so, who that is. He was asked, of course, about Kevin Steele. His response: We're going to talk to everybody that's on staff and make a decision so as you go. would as you would expect. Um, I don't know if you could read a whole lot of the I certainly didn't expect him to say, no, Steele won't be going forward with us <laughs> at the press conference. No. So, you know. Well, I mean, Kevin Steele has been offering 22 wide receivers, so. <laughs> Underclassmen, just saying. <laughs> there you go. I, I have an issue with that in general, but it is what it is. And, you know, I guess you got With Steele? Not being the coach 
and offering scholarships to kids for next year. That just that whole thing of how he came in, when he came in. Recruiting has gotten so crazy, yeah. though. I mean, you're offering kids, and and they're they're committing to offers that both of you know may or may not be there by February of twenty two. Twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, obviously, more on this this afternoon. Um, actually, tomorrow morning, uh, this afternoon, 5 o'clock, it'll be uh, Will Rapp with Prep Sports Insiders right here on WKOM. Uh, and tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, we'll be back with you, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, full recap of what happened and looking forward. Uh, do we know who we're uh, who we got tomorrow yet? Are we still working on? We do not know who we have tomorrow. Oh, that's we right. We, had a, we know who we don't have. We have a, a change of yeah, change of schedule. So we'll if if you were listening this morning and you were watching on Facebook and you're watching now or listening now, Shaq Mason is not going to be joining us tomorrow. Um, Hopefully, you'll join us anyway. That's right. Hopefully, you will anyway. Yeah, that's right. Little little date mix up, but we're working to hopefully get him maybe next week. Uh, so, either either way, we'll have plenty to talk about tomorrow. And, uh, of course, uh, tomorrow evening as well at 5 o'clock on TSL, presented by Parks Motor Sales. All right, uh, we'll send you back to your regular scheduled program coming up uh, on WKOM. Uh, let's see, 1 o'clock, that'll uh, final hour, Rush Limbaugh. And then on WKRM, around the bend with Brenda Lynn. Uh, she is in the house. She will, uh, uh, I think it's George Hamilton says, the uh, sweetest three hours of country music for your day so uh that's coming up next uh i guess um anything more we need to go on on facebook or we've kind of said what we need to say right now oh yeah Yeah. i think we're good thanks for uh for hanging out with us uh the special report tristar sports radio sm-t and sports uh we'll talk to you down the road